It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, me and Ed are here with you after game one, Wizards one and oh. But first, I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. This episode of Locked On Wizards is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's an unofficial community center. A big thank you to our friends at McDonald's for always being there. I'm loving it. Now, hey. I know you got a lot to say about this game, man. As you can, as everybody who watching and listening can tell, we're very excited. So, what's, what's your thoughts, man? What's your thoughts? Hey, I ain't never ever seen the Wizards play defense like this before. I ain't never seen it before. Allowing yes, thirty, sir. only thirty-seven points and a half. This is crazy. This is a new day, new vibes, new energy. Montrez Harold. I can't go. I can't talk enough about the energy that this man brought in tonight. Uh, he played his butt off like his hair was on fire, yelling at Drake, talking to Drake, got attacked. I love it all. Um, this man is bringing a different energy to the team. He said in his interviews over the offseason, he said he dang near had a year off with the Lakers. This man is showing that he's mean, he's mad, he's playing angry, he's bringing that tenacity that the Wizards need. Every bastard from him was a dunk except for one play where he bodied Boucher or he bodied Precious. He didn't care who was under there. Everything was a dunk. And that's what I love to see. Gafford picked it up, too. Uh, Dinwiddie played his butt off. Bradley Bill didn't have to play a lot of minutes. He didn't have to score uh, 30 points, 40 points. This team is a balanced team. They're def- they defended the three ball a lot better. Kyle Kuzma had 15 boards. Everybody played their part tonight. Neto came in with energy off the bench. I loved it. Muncher's hero, man. He's going to be an extractor for this team. He's He brings that toughness and that edge that we haven't seen from a big in a couple of years. Um you know, people are saying, you know, uh, um, Nene brought that energy or Trevor Booker brought that energy. Marquise Morris, that's what we need. We need that junkyard dog mentality. And uh, Montrez Harold, there's going to be some nights where he does play more minutes than Gaffer like he did tonight. He was in that closing lineup. Gaffer played his butt off, too. Gaffer had uh, f- uh, five blocks tonight, uh, four blocks. Gaffer had four blocks tonight and five boards. He still played his butt off, had a plus 11. Montrez Harold was a plus four. Um, like I said, plus and minus doesn't always tell the stat for everything. Bradley Bill was a plus twenty-four. I mean, the only thing, yeah, the only thing, the only thing that I have trouble with is just giving up the lead at the end. But other than that, it was a perfect first half, rolling all, all cylinders. We weren't even hot from the three. That's the scary part too. And like you tweeted, Rui didn't even play. I can't wait to see Rui play with this squad. We're gonna have a long athletic uh, squad. Did we win the Russell Westbrook trade? It's still to be seen, but off of what we saw from Russ last night and seeing what we saw from the guys today, it looks like we <laughs> looks like we're clearly winning the trade so far. 
But I, I love what I saw from Dinwiddie, just sticking it to the Raptors. There is a rivalry. You know, we did sweep them a couple of years ago, and we beat them again, and they beat us in the playoff series. So there is somewhat of a rivalry. The game was supposed to start at 730. didn't start until day near 8 o'clock because they were doing some type of ceremony or whatever in the beginning of the game. You know, so it took forever. You know, we the North or whatever. Um, but, yeah, we went in their house, took the cookies, ate the food off their plates. And Wes Unsell Jr., I heard they doused them with water in the locker room. So they congratulated on his first dub. I, I can't wait for this Pacers game, man. It's going to be a physical game. Sabonis versus Harrell. T- Miles Turner versus Gafford. Uh, but, you know, we're going we're gonna to focus on this game. But I'm hyped, man. I'm excited. I, I know Pascal Siakam didn't play. But at the same time, I'm not going to take anything away from these guys because they came out there and stuck it to them 57 to 37 at the first half. Um, that's what was his basketball right there, man. That's incredible. I mean, I, I love what I saw. I love what I saw. And I, I'll just read this one stat and then I'll let you go because I, I know I could go on forever because I'm so excited. This is from Andrew Gillis. He said, the Wizards allowed just 37 points to the Raptors in the first half tonight. They didn't hold a team under 40 in the first half of any game last year. The closest game was against the Pistons on March 27th. So we only – we didn't do that at all last year. We just didn't. And West Sunset Jr. is just night and day with the defense already. It's one game. But it just looks like a whole different team and a different vibe. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, we've been talking about it all off season. The death, which was showed tonight. I mean, you, you spoke about Montrez Harrell. Look what he did off the bench. Bradley Bill didn't have to play a bunch of minutes. Actually, it says Kyle Kuzma played 35 minutes to Bradley Bill's 34. So Kyle Kuzma played the most minutes in the game. So I mean, I, I'm just – I'm in a loss for words almost <laughs> from the defensive effort. I mean, I, I tweeted this. Montrez Harrell is about to dunk his way into my wallet because the jersey is about to be purchased. He keep playing like he playing. He playing right into that wallet. I'm telling you, Montrez Harrell was out of this world today. Kyle Kuzma, even though he didn't shoot the best right. percentage today, he played defense. He played with – Great energy. I mean, he was a plus 22. That shows you right there. He had 15 rebounds. He was on the boards. He was affecting the game in a lot of different ways. There was one play where um, he got a steal in the corner, threw it out. Bradley Bill hustled and got the ball, and it led to a Montrez Arrow dunk. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, I just the, – the they held the Raptors to, I believe, what, 20% from three? Yeah. 30% that's what from the about. field? Mm-hmm. I mean, 20% from three, yep. That's just when the last time we seen the Wizards do something like that. I mean, you just named the, you just said the stat about the Wizards, you know, holding team, not hope being able to hold a team under, what was it? Under uh, 37 points. Yeah. I mean, it was very impressive. Now, I know in that fourth quarter, it got a little shaky towards the end. I mean, mm. and, of course, you would like to see them close out the game strong, maybe let some of the starters rest. But the main thing I would say is just turnovers, turnovers, turnovers. They have way too many, 22. Mm-hmm. It's just you can't compete against the elite teams or better teams in the Eastern Conference turning the ball over 22 times. Now, tonight, you play the Toronto Raptors, who is missing Siakam, etc., and, you know, they're one of the lower teams in the Eastern Conference. You turn the ball over 22 times against the Knicks or the Heat. I mean, not the Knicks, the uh, Nets, the Heat, mm-hmm. the Bucks. You're going to be in a world of trouble. 
Right. Know, so the Wizards definitely got to sure that up. I'm sure that's Wes Unseld's number one talking point right now. But other than that, man, it's, I'm glad Wes Unseld Jr. got his first win in his first game. It was a beautiful thing to see. I, I believe they said it was the first Wizards season, I mean, season opener win since, what, 2017 when the Wizards beat the 76ers in Washington. Mm, right. So, I mean, once again, I have no huge complaints outside of the turnovers. Thumbs up for me, man. Yeah, and I'll give you one more step. This is from our guy Chase Hughes, who was on the show over the summertime. He said the Wizards held the Raptors to 30% from the field, the worst percentage a team has shot against the Wizards since 2002. Michael Jordan was on that team. That's a long time ago. We're talking about basically 20 years ago. That's the last time you can find a defensive performance like this from the Washington Wizards. You definitely wasn't getting that last year. Definitely was not getting that last year from the last regime. So I love what I, I forgot to talk about Denny, too. Um, but we can we can talk about Denny a little bit in the next segment too. Some more individual uh, player breakdowns. But Denny Denny has some good minutes too. Man, he had eight points and seven boards. Eight point seven. He had two blocks and two steals, and he hit a three. There was a design play from West Unsell Jr. Denny didn't miss a shot either. He shot one hundred percent from the field. He did miss a free throw, but from the field he was three for three. Small sample size, but he shot one hundred percent from the field. Eight points, and there was a design shot for him to hit a three. Then he had a clutch putback too in a clutch that we definitely needed from Denny. So I, I love what I saw from Denny as well tonight. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And like I said, we're going to talk about some other players in the next segment. But before we get to that, I have a message from my friends over at McDonald's. This episode of Locked On Wizards is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's an unofficial community center. It's a place where friends and family can come to reconnect a place where classmates can meet up for a group study, knowing they'll have dependable Wi-Fi and endless supplies of French fries and McFlurries. Win or lose, it's a place where teammates, competitors, the home team, or the away team can come recharge. It's the place you always look forward to stopping at on a long road trip to rest your legs and refuel. I've been at McDonald's after school, after school basketball games. I mean, just to just reset and get a quick meal. I mean, I love McDonald's. Grab me a quick McFlurry. So head to your local McDonald's to refuel and reconnect. Did somebody say Locked On Wizards watch party? I'm loving it. This episode of Locked On Wizards is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. Once again, McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's an unofficial community center. A big thanks to your friends, to our friends at McDonald's for always being there. I'm loving it. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And also, once again, guys, I want to thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. For your second listen, get everything you need from your from contender to pretender around the NBA with the ultimate insider NBA season preview, the biggest and most comprehensive season preview you can find wherever you get your podcast. So, Ed. Is there any, I know you talked about Denny a little bit. I'll get my thoughts on him too later, but is there anybody else? I mean, more, if you want to talk more about Denny, is there any other players who you were really impressed with? 
that stood out. Um, I guess like player awards for the game. I I really like what I saw from Spencer Dinwiddie. He's been he was the big acquisition that we brought in. Uh, the big free agent signing, you know, three years, sixty-two million dollars, one one million. Was it a one dollars uh, championship bonus if we win a championship or something like that? Um, you know, Dinwiddie, he's a funny guy. He's an interesting guy, crypto king and all that. But he came to play, man. He set the tone in the beginning: thirteen points, six assists, and four rebounds. And um, he was getting to the basket at will. You know, uh, five for five from the free throw line. And Goran Dragic could not guard him. Fred Van Vliet could not guard him. People forget that Spencer Dinwiddie is 6'5", 6'6", how tall he is. He's going to tower over a lot of opposing point guards. He's going to have that advantage. And you just see the change of pace. You know, last year, I love Russell Westbrook as well. But, you know, he's kind of had like one speed where Spencer is going to slow you down sometimes. He can be methodical. He likes to choose and pick his spots. And he's just not going to put his head down every time. And Spencer was able to create buckets and just create contact with Goron and just bounce off him, score. He had, I think he had two and ones in the, in the first half. I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, he had at least one. Um, so I, I love the fit with him and Brad. I really do. I think I think it has a chance to be a better fit with um, Dinwiddie and Brad. Just the ball movement was was impeccable. It was, it was incredible. And then to get to Kyle Kuzma, who had a double double tonight, 11 points and 15 boards. Um, he was rebounding his butt off, and I love. He had a beautiful pass to Bradley Bill, where Bradley Bill had an and one in the first half, and it looked like that was a design. It might have been a broken play, it might have been a design play, but it was just beautiful basketball. I mean, there's a lot of possessions where we barely saw the ball touch the floor, and we saw that in preseason too. So this is something that they worked on and improvement for last year as well. So I, I love what I saw from all the new additions, even KCP. KCP had a clutch shot. Uh, at the end of the game where he did a pump fake, he did a stump, step back and hit, it basically hit the Steve Buckhans dagger at the end. So I loved it. Um, all the new guys played well, in my opinion. I like what I saw from Kuz, Dinwiddie, KCP, and um, uh, Harold. The only person that needs some work um, or just needs to settle down a little bit was uh, Aaron Holiday. Um, had a couple turnovers tonight, had three turnovers. Uh, three boards it was a it was a minus nine in the plus minus category. No, not every, not everybody takes plus minus seriously or whatever, but it was it was telling. He had a bad turnover in the first half, airballed a three. It was just a little out of control. But I still like Aaron Holiday. It's the first game, so I, I think he'll be fine. Yeah, and I completely agree with you, especially about Spencer Dinwiddie. I feel like Spencer Dinwiddie did a great job today at drawing fouls. The Raptors fouled a lot, um, I believe. In the third quarter, they were over the limit with four minutes and 34 seconds to go at one point. So Spencer Dinwiddie getting to the basket, did a great job. John Contact did a great job with that. He was five for five from the free throw line. Then, of course, you had Bill eight for eight. So once we knew, and I brought this up when the Wizards first got Spencer Dinwiddie, you got two guards who are really good at drawing contact and who can get to the basket. Uh, one guy I do want to bring up. Davies Bertans, not to completely, you know, trash on. It's positive. It's a positive thing. Right. Yes, he didn't score. Uh, I believe he went, yeah, 0 for 3 from the three-point line. Uh, he, I believe he played decent defense. You know, he made up a little bit for it on the defensive end. He had a nice little touch pass, I believe. Maybe that was in the first quarter or second quarter. But, yeah. you know, he didn't shoot the ball that well. But defensively, I felt like he was trying. He was really doing his best, and it was effective. You know, he had a nice defensive play on OG Ananobi that forced him to miss layup. I mean, the ball movement, you brought it up with Kyle Kuzma, with Bradley Bill cutting to the basket and won. I mean, it's just 
that second quarter specifically, they got the lead up to 20 points. They were really vibing, especially towards the end of that second quarter. And once again, Montrez Harrell, he had a putback dunk off a KCP miss. He had another rebound and dunk off an Aaron Holiday miss. I mean, he was just a man amongst boys down there. Daniel Gafford, who, you know, I still want to give love to. He had four blocks today. He had four blocks. And in that fourth quarter, it just seemed like he was jumping all around in that paint fight and affecting shots and different things like that. He was plus 11, eight points, five rebounds, so and four blocks, like I said. And he did a great job keeping the fouls down. We speak to him about the fouls, and I want to give love to him when he does do it. You know, so that first half, to say specifically, just to keep harping on the defense, that first half, the Wizards were up 57 to 37. The Raptors were shooting 29% from the field and 13% from the three at that point in time, which is ridiculous for the Wizards' standards. You know, like, let's say this is last year. Fran Van Vliet going off. He probably got about five threes, six threes at the end of the game. Um, Gary Trent Jr. probably got about seven threes at the end of the game. I mean, it, it was almost, it was like a continuation of that first half we seen against the New York Knicks in the last preseason game. That energy and effort carried over into the game tonight, into the regular season, which is something you love to see. Um I got to say, my last thing I want to say before we go to our next segment, Bradley Bill, when we go back to the minutes, he looked fresh in the fourth quarter. He looked fresh. He didn't look exhausted like he did at times last year. And I think that's the case to the Wizards' death. He was out of the game for a while, and the Wizards still looked like they ran a professional NBA offense. So, Wes Unsell Jr., great job. And that's a testament to Tommy Shepard as well for the team he has built. Oh, yeah. Um, I, lo- I love the defense tonight. Like you said, Bertans couldn't couldn't hit the uh, couldn't hit the, the basket at all tonight. Couldn't score and make any threes, but he was flying around. He, he did have a nice touch pass. He did have some effort. You know, this was the best defensive effort I've seen from him. You know, he was like, OK, I'm not hitting shots, but at least I'm going to try to fly around. And at least, you know, if I can't stop somebody from getting to the basket, I'll foul him. And, you know, not put us in the bonus because he, he was making smart fouls. I think he was fouling before we got into the bonus. So um, if you're not hitting shots, at least put out some effort. And that's what he did. So I, I can't really hate on Bertans. Of course, he didn't shoot the three well, which is what we're paying him to do. But at least if you're going to be out there, at least put forth some type of effort. And I thought he did that tonight. Yeah, I completely agree with you. And before we get to our next segment, I have a message from my friends over at Calm. Do you want to know what makes LeBron James, King James, sleep? That's right. Sleep is a superpower. Calm, the number one app for sleep and meditation, has teamed up with LeBron James to help you activate the power of sleep. LeBron and Calm know that your mind is like any other muscle in your body, but you don't have to be a world champion to learn how to train it. Calm can help you train your brain so you sleep better, reduce your stress, and perform at your best just like King James. I know you see in his game against the Warriors the other day. He was balling out. For LeBron, sleep is a critical part of his mental fitness routine. As he says, quote, getting good sleep and finding time to rest is one of the most valuable things I can do for my body and mind. From the sound of rain falling on leaves to bedtime sleep stories, calm puts me to sleep within minutes, which means I wake up ready for any challenge. So if you head to calm.com slash locked on NBA, for a limited time, you'll get 40% off a Calm premium subscription. With Calm, you have access to the nature scenes LeBron loves, like rain or leaves. 
and so much more like sleep stories and meditation so you can bear me be ready for any challenges that life throws your way again for a limited time our listeners can join lebron and using calm and get 40 percent discount on a calm premium subscription at calm.com slash locked on nba unlock content to help you focus ease stress and sleep better get started at calm.com slash locked on nba that's calm.com at slash locked on nba and i also have another message from my friends over at sweat block for a few weeks now we've been talking about sweat blocks these wipes that stop sweat for seven days and it seems people have been listening we have friends on locked on who've tried sweat block and love it we have a story here about a high school teacher when he pit out by the fourth period he hear the snickers whispers from his students which is embarrassing so he started bringing a second shirt to change into between classes. Then he heard about Sweatblock on our program. He tried it and is now hooked. No more Snickers, no more second shirt. Now he is a true believer. There you go, Locked On listeners. Loving Sweatblock. Stop ex- excess sweat for up to seven days per use. Doctor created, doctor recommended, dry shirt guarantee. If Sweatblock doesn't keep you dry, you get your money back. Not just for your armpits, Chest, back, feet, hands, you can use it anywhere, and I mean anywhere. That sweats. If you or someone who you care about is dealing with excess sweat, you have to check out Sweat Block. Get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com with promo code locked on or at Amazon and CVS. So, Ed, was there any rotations that you say have piqued your interest? throughout the game? That's a good question. So I want to say the lineup that really took off was Kyle Kuzma, Bradley Bill, Haul Neto, uh, Denny, and Montrez. I think that was the lineup where Trez just kept having dunk after dunk after dunk. Mm-hmm. And then Neto was carving his way to the basket and getting buckets. Uh, Kuzma was flying around getting steals, and that's where it led to Bradley Bill having the behind-the-back no look to Montrez held on a fast break where he had a dunk. Um, so I really like that lineup. And then noticeably the closing lineup to close the game uh, was Bradley Bill, KCP, Montrose Harrell, Spencer Dinwiddie, and Kyle Kuzma. Now the only starter who didn't finish the game was Daniel Gafford. And that's not a knock on Daniel Gafford. There's going to be games where they're going to interchange, where they're going to finish. You know, Gafford might have a hot hand or, you know, Harrell might be in foul trouble or Gaff might be in foul trouble. So they can interchange. Now it will be interesting when Thomas Bryant does come back. It's going to be very intriguing to see. It's going to be very intriguing to see Rui come back. Like, it's going to be interesting. More guys fighting for minutes. Uh, it, it's going to be a dog fight because all these guys play hard, man. TB, Thomas Bryant plays hard too. Now, he's not much of a defender, but he, he makes it up too. And he brings something different to the table too with his three point shooting. But um, those lineups did interest me. Uh, and then off the bench, of course, it was Aaron Holiday, Howell, um Aaron Holiday, Howell, Denny, Bertans, and uh, Harold at one point. And it, some turnovers started to happen with, with Holiday, and then they, they settled down. But uh, I, I love that lineup with, with, with Kuz, Bill, Neto, Denny, and Harold. That was a solid defensive lineup, and they, they definitely came off the bench and played well. Yeah, and I would say the, the original bench lineup that came in, Aaron Holiday, Neto, Denny, Bertans, and Harold. I feel like for the most part, they did a very good job. I know I believe KCP came in at one point, but I just want to give praise to 
and focused on the bench unit for a majority of this game because they put up numbers. And a lot of that was due to the scoring output of Montrez Harrell, but they allowed Bradley Bill to be able to get that rest. And that's going to be important, especially when the Wizards are in game 52, game 53. You know, it's going to be hard for Bradley Bill to be playing 40-plus minutes almost every game because they need him to stay competitive. And if he's not on the floor, they just don't know what they're doing. So the bench lineup, I, I was I give praise to them, man. They kept the Wizards afloat. They kept the lead, even brought it out. Like I said, the end of the second quarter, they got it up to 20 points. Right. And that, that's just so key. So guys can come in fresh off the bench. Like I said before, Bradley Bill coming in, looking fresh in that Beautiful fourth quarter. Right. I mean, I would say that the bench unit gets the praise for me. Oh, yeah. They had – so Denny had eight off the bench. Bertans didn't score off the bench. And Holly didn't, didn't score off the bench. So we only played – we played 10 guys. And Wes said that before the game. We were going to go nine to ten guys deep. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, he stuck with his word. The only guys that didn't get in was Anthony Gill, uh, Isaiah Todd, and Corey Kispert. Now, I know a lot of people were upset that Kispert did not get in the game. But he is a rookie, so he's going to get playing time. He's going to play. They did say they don't want him to play in a G League this year, which I did think he was going to play in a G League this year. But, you know, if if he can't get playing time, I'd rather see him go to the G League and play with the go-go and get some shots up and get some get a rhythm in because it's going to be even tougher for him to get minutes, in my opinion, when Rui does come back um, or TB. When, when both of those guys come back, I, I think it might even be a little harder unless they really want to phase out Davies. That's the only way I can really see Kispert consistently getting minutes because you're you're not going to phase out Denny. Denny's not going to be the odd man out. So mm-hmm. it's either one of the two. That's why I asked you um, when uh, on Monday, you know, who was going to have uh, the, the better three-point percentage, you know, basically who's going to have the better season, Kispert or Bertans? Because I think those two are going to be the guys where it's like, okay, either or is going to be playing. So maybe by five or ten games in, we'll see, hey, Bertans is not hitting. So we got we to gotta see what the young guy in Kispert can provide. Um, so, I mean, like you said, Bradley Bill had, what, 34 minutes tonight? Um, and it, it didn't feel like it. I felt like he was sitting on the bench for, like, a long period of time at one point. Then he did come in the fourth quarter. And like you said, he had fresh legs. He's hit turnaround jumpers, spin moves, all kinds of stuff. Uh, where last year he had 60 points against the Sixers. And then you can just see that he's gassed. He's got dead legs. He's still scoring, but a lot of the jumpers are short, and he's just shooting 30, 35 shots. You know, tonight he only shot 19 shots and 23 points. So um, that's perfect for him. He was like he was a plus 24, plus minus. We talked about the over under 30 points a game, and that's important because if we rather see Brad average 25, 24 points a game rather than him average 30 points and being a scoring leader, mm-hmm. and we're 34 and 38, or we're 35 and 47, or 37 and 45. You know, when we can be 47 and 35, or 45 and 37, a winning record, and he's averaging 25. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I mean, I, once again, I'm a harp on Bradley Bill not playing all those minutes. I think that's going to be so key, especially when we get into later in the season, in the mid, middle of the season and towards the end of the season. That depth is really going to be, you know, shown, especially when guys get a little banged up, guys can't play. We already are missing Rui Hachimura, and we see just right there how compared to last year, we were clamoring for Rui to come back. We're like, we need Rui, Rui. Oh, my gosh, the team looks whole. We need Rui. The team looks 
really good. And now we're saying we don't even got rule yet. So once again, applause to Tommy Shepard. The death looks amazing. All the new guys have looked great. I mean, shout out to Wes Unso. He looks like he got these guys to buy into the system. He wants them to run, ball movement, defense. I mean, thumbs up, you know, personally. Uh, I'm just impressed. I'm right, yeah. very impressed. In a, in a, in a 2-0 start would be lovely. I'm not yes. going to get too far ahead of myself. Mm, oh, we'll yeah. talk about yeah. that later, but then you get the, then you get the base. <laughs> I'm, get I'm so excited. I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm, I'm just hyped. I'm hyped. I'm really hyped right now. Yeah, definitely. Uh, to end it off, guys, Ed, I want to ask you, who would you give your game ball to today? That's a good one, man. Um, it's got to be Drez, man. Out of his dress, like his energy is infectious, man. He really took over the first half. Like, seriously, like this man was a dog. Like, everything that came his way was a dunk or a finish. Rebounding, finishing around the rim, running the floor, being a vocal leader. You see him wearing his emotions on his sleeve, um, yelling at Drake. <laughs> I mean, I love what I saw. I mean, he's a he's a heck of a pickup. He's a guy that this is a contract year for him too, and he has a chip on his shoulder. Like like I said before, he said the Lakers didn't play him last year, had a dang near year off. Then he talked about in the press conference saying the Wizards are overlooked. We talked about that too. Uh, he's like, we're the Wizards, bro. We we never get respect, so he we got to earn it. And he him playing like that, that's how you earn respect. Yeah, one hundred percent. I would say my game ball will go to Wes Unsell Jr. Uh, getting his first win, he right. got the guys looking right. He got the fans looking, feeling hype. You know, we we spoke about multiple times the Wizards need to start off fast, and this is how you do it. You know, hopefully they can start off two and zero. This these this is what the fans want to see to back up all the comments that were made over the off season, all the articles that were posted, etc. All the quotes. This is the product that the Wizards fans want to see. West Sunsell Jr. got these guys buying in. Got him running a legit offensive system, good defense. I mean, congrats on his first win in his first game. Got the Wizards a game, I mean, a season opening win since 2017. Mm-hmm. I mean, game ball definitely goes to Wes Unsell Jr. for me. Yes, sir. Yeah. And next episode, probably chop it up, you know, talk about the Pacers game. We know, we kind of want to yeah. get into it today, but we got to pace ourselves. Yeah. We do want to do a mailbag. I don't, I don't know if we're going to do it next week or sometime this week. Mm-hmm. But, guys, please comment down below on YouTube and also on iTunes. If you want to leave a, a five-star reading, you can leave a question there. You can leave a question on Twitter. If you're looking on YouTube, our, our Twitter names is, is on the screen. So, please don't hesitate to hit, to hit us up. I know all the Wizards fans, we're, we're excited right now. Yes, sir. And I want to thank you guys again for making Locked on Wizards your first listen every single day. Now, I want you to make your second listen, Locked on Fantasy Basketball by Josh Lloyd. He hosts the number one daily fantasy basketball show on the planet. It's free and available on all platforms. And before we go, Ed, I just want to have a little message out to just the fans of the NBA in general. Once again, I told you guys, the Wizards... We had death. We were a better team. Yes, we lost Russell Westbrook. People looking at the scores like, oh, the Wizards are actually pretty decent. Yes, we were pretty decent. I always knew we would be pretty decent just because we lost Russell Westbrook. That is one, you know, big name, yes. But look at what the Wizards brought in. And 
you shouldn't be surprised with a new head coach, a new system, a better team overall. I'm not surprised, and neither should people in the NBA. The over-under is like, what, 34 wins or something? 34 and a half wins for the Wizards? If you want free money, go ahead and bet that over, man. I'm a betting man, and I'm telling you right now, that's easy money because the Wizards may get around 40 wins. That's all I'm going to say. But I'm going to end it like that, guys. Um, Let them know, man. Let them know. Yeah, well, we will be back with you guys with another episode of Locked on Wizards. I want you all to have a great night, guys. Yes, sir. Hail to the Wizards. Peace. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.